What's going on, everybody? We have another episode of Sweat and Grime Raw. Raw! Today we're going to do something a little different. We're flying solo today with just Greg motherfucking Johnson in the dick. And tonight we got the boys from Water's Edge, Garrett and Jerry. Garrett and Jerry. All right. What up? How we doing? Very good. Doing good, gentlemen. What have you guys been up to? We haven't talked to you guys in quite a while now. Uh, It's been like... A year. Where'd the bush light go? It's I got gone. the I got right the twelve er over here. Uh, I guess you, you know what? No, I'll do get, just eeny meeny miny mo. Pick something. You give me the empty beer? No. Yeah, she's okay. she's been a busy one. Fuck it for us this year. Yeah, yeah. We're in the thick of it, man. So it's spring, new, so. new season, twenty twenty three. Yeah. What's uh What's changed since we talked to you guys last? If you could recall. A lot has changed. A lot. I see Train. the memory. Yeah. The memory has slipped a little. Uh huh. A lot of new people. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of people that were here, gone. Okay. Uh, so making changes. Making changes. Yeah. Why, it was, why are you guys making changes? Um, what entices the change? It was, I think, for everybody's sake, we we're kind of we we're kind of stuck a little bit. There in you a, go. Put that thing right in your mouth. Yeah. Just Swallow in it. there. Blah. Yeah. So we were stuck in a little bit of a rut where we, I think we talked about this earlier, but we kind of had to have them yep. for the sake of being able to keep up. And then Jerry and I decided, I know it sounds kind of stupid, but the new year, new me, the new year's resolutions, and it was just time for the change. So it was like a three week span that we you got rotated new, people in yeah, and out, new blood in and got rid of the, we call them the anchors yep. and don't get me wrong. They're probably going to listen to this. Especially one of them. Great dude. Loved him to death. Still love him to death. I still talk to him. I'd love to sit down and drink beer with him, but it just wasn't making sense for our company to have him on anymore. So needless to say, he was like a defective condom. Correct. Okay. Oh, what the fuck? We are playing cards against humanity tonight (laughs) also as we play. And (laughs) I want to add a bonus feature. So So with cards against... Yeah, No, you get those cards. Those are yours. Yours are right. There? Yeah, yours are right there, Garrett. Oh. It's Garrett, not Garrett. Garrett whatever you want. With wanna, a Rick in it. Whatever yeah, you want to call me. Garrett, so for now here's on, the deal. If, if we bust you using your card, you can do one of two things. You can stick your finger in the shocker thing mm-hmm. and push go, or you can take your chances uh. putting a penny on top of that mousetrap. Yep. Mm-hmm. So don't get caught. Did you hair trigger Oh, yeah. It's ready oh, yeah. to go. It's ready. I don't know if I could put a penny on there without it sliding off. Uh, you can. There's yeah, a little yeah. bump stop there. We've, there? We've, right, I got we throw these at each other gotcha. during the podcast. Garrett, how do you sleep every night knowing that you have Rick inside of you in your name? <laughs> <laughs> on the back side of your name, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's on every, the time, every time you roll over, I'm just there. Mm-hmm. Man, I do have to add to... Um, Sharpening the axe, I guess, figuratively. Hey, put that thing in your mouth. There you go. There you go. Get it in there. And getting rid of um, some of these guys that uh, over and over, the ultimatum's been set, and it's the same thing that happens again and again. I have already watched quite a few of them take what we were trying to instill in them and do it in their next jobs. You know, in this day of social media and everybody is aware... um, and posting what's going on. Yep. And I'm really proud of them. I am. Sometimes you're not the one to be able to um, finish the job. Yeah. You know, 
And, and they're, they're not the one that's going to always be there for the task. But basically, what you started instilling in them, they're progressing at their next job. Yeah. With what yep. you've already started the yep. mold. Yep. Yeah. And I love to see that. And, and um, usually that happens. <clears throat> at least I've found I've had guys do it to me too, where it's like I tried to teach you this and you wouldn't grab a hold of it, and then they go to the next yep. company. And it's kind of a reflection back on us as business owners. Like, what did we do wrong mm-hmm. that we couldn't make them do it? That the no. next employer, it's could. like bittersweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's or a little just tough. or it just clicked in your mind or in it, their mind. And, and, you know and what I, mean? yeah, it, they were like, "Holy shit!" My old boss yeah. was screaming at me about this all the time. Mm-hmm. And usually, it's being late or it's always the trivial, stupid stuff mm-hmm. that the next job they just nail it and it's like yeah. damn it can i have you back yeah but and the that, one the yep. one dude we let go the one that i still like i said i would i would sit down and drink beer with him we've got no problems he told me that he might be going into business with another guy that used to work for us not doing seawalls doing something else not doing docks but at that point it's like i'm investing a bunch of time into you and money into you for when you're going to leave it's going to be at my busiest time Right, and I'm gonna be left then. Yeah. So I so, found I had found a replacement for him. Little preventative maintenance. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Found a replacement, and I told him flat out, I, I don't lie to people when I let him go. Jerry, you, know, you can burp on here. It's fine. Yeah, we don't care. You don't have to cover <laughs> it up. So th- I mean, that's really what a lot of people need to kind of put in perspective and kind of take away that it's just business, and you're running a business, right? That's not always true, so, though. Rick. No, but it's just business, though. I mean, if you really think about it. You're trying to, so they're just trying to mold people to help them make more money and then also help their employees advance their career further for maybe a pay raise. But the decisions that you're making was why it was basically for the company and for the business. It wasn't, a, you didn't single them out, right? Because you had a disagreement with them. You yeah, singled no. them out. They singled themselves out because people need to realize. That sometimes you're just not cut out for this job, yeah. this and I, position. I appreciated his honesty too by yeah. telling me that up front rather than going, "Hey, here's my two week notice." Right. And usually at that point, ninety nine percent of people that the two week notice, that's just shag ass and go because you're pretty much going to waste everybody's. Yeah. Oh, yeah you're spinning everybody's wheels yeah. at that point, yourselves included. It's, so it's very interesting to me to watch the whole philosophy of all this happen too. So when you have these guys that they might be going through something or they've just ran their path, like I was saying earlier with us, Mm -hmm. but they're, they're not stepping up to the plate and they usually know it, but you know, rewind a year ago and they're telling us we've got these anchors here that are holding us back. We can be doing better. We can be working faster. We can make more money all preluding to, I'd like to make more money if shit's going good. And, but when that philosophy turns on them, it's like the shoe doesn't fit very good. And that's always the hardest thing for me. I'm like, I wish you could just keep a really open mind here. Our job is to look at all of these employees we have and make sure that everybody's doing their job. And if we just let everybody suck off the teeth and just take all the fat, Mm -hmm. then we're not going to be able to continue to progress with you. And and that's just kind of the test of the times that we're, entering now right i think everybody if they're not looking at trimming fat or on the business side or being an employee going man you know things are starting to get a little tight out there this is kind of coming into where i need to start putting possibly a little more effort right now to advance because right now you guys trim the fat mm-hmm. and you're starting to work uh shorthanded 
<clears throat> so you're starting to kind of figure out ways to work without a couple employees. Yeah. The most, the most, the best part of the trimming of the fat though, mm -hmm. was to see the people that actually wanted to step up, mm -hmm. to step up mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. just go yeah. that one step further, yeah. you know, whereas they were almost held down a little bit, I think. Yeah. Because of the guys that were there were above them. Yep. Superiority wise. Yep. And then once that was gone, then to see the, the step up of someone that was not in that position go, I want, I want it now. Now yeah. I want it. You know, it's the interesting part now is like, <clears throat> obviously we've, we've talked to a lot of people. You guys are fun to talk to on a daily basis besides the podcast, but you guys have a brand, you swatter edge, you have an image, you guys live up to what you are. So you kind of eat, sleep, dream, breathe the mold. And when, what you really sometimes all I want is some just peace and quiet. <laughs> right. But I mean, you have to, if you're an entrepreneur in business, you have to breathe it. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> what, what we're starting to realize now with the generations and the people that are out there, it's not just you that's starting to eat, sleep, dream the brand. It's people want to be recognized where they work with that brand. They want to be a part of something that has an end goal versus just a career. They want to be something part of something that's bigger than possibly working at Myers, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when people see the image, they go, I'm there. I relate to that. That's our company we work at. I mean, that's kind of what we're starting to see with a lot of successful companies that are having um, no employee problems. They're retaining their people. They're having people apply constantly to their company is because what we're starting to kind of find out is people like the brand recognition. They like to be accounted for something, right? So people are starting to gravitate towards, you know, you guys are in social media a lot. So you probably get a lot more following. You stand, you start getting people that reach out email wise or try to get a job just through email. Cause they see, well, people also recognize what you guys are doing. You guys put out a lot of YouTube videos and everything else. And they're like, dude, I could do that. I could help those guys. Are you guys seeing a little bit of that? Or yeah, that's how we, we got, that's how we got Dylan. I was just going to say he, <clears throat> So Dylan came in after we got a couple duds that came yeah. directly from this this uh, blue collar pride movement that's going on. You know, I think everybody in this room worked their ass off thanklessly before the internet even existed. Still, am yeah, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So I don't think it stops. No, it don't stop. No, but we it, we had to navigate it to start because we didn't really know what we were doing with putting an image out there. We wanted to create the brand and we wanted to show people um, how awesome this is and how much pride we have in it. Yep. But the first batch, uh, Garrett can attest to this, of people that we got that were drawn to us yeah. were duds for sure. And they, they interviewed a great game. They, they just seemed so um, willing and happy to get involved and then it's put them to the test and we were like oh shit this is um these are people who want to identify with what we're doing not people that actually love it so going back to to uh dylan he man he went through the ringer with us because we had already had a couple duds and we're like we're a little gun shy at this point. We're right. like, do you really want to do this? Yeah. You, like you you gotta you gotta prove it. I'm I'm done listening to this shit, you know, right. and like 
you're working, you're working hard, and I want to hear any complaints. Why don't you guys so, touch on me. that a little bit for some of the business owners that follow along on the podcast? How do you how do you start recognizing a dud? What kind of paces do you put them through? I mean, we all know what kind of golden employee we're looking for, but how do you kind of start justifying or kind of put the guy in the radar in check of like, <laughs> hey, he's, he talked a good game, but X, Y, and Z is not adding up. So yeah. what would Gary will tell you what what we did with fuck Dylan? You, fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. That's Greg. You're cool. That's Greg's Fuck opinion. You <laughs> That's how you do it. That's exactly how you do it. Garrick will tell you what we did with Dylan. We yeah. we started um, not just bringing him right into the position that they wanted to be in, maybe. Like, yeah. this is where I want to be. And then, uh, what did we start? He went on seawalls, right? He yeah. was actually out there working with his hands. And he's actually a sales guy and a permitting guy. That was his destiny. And I think we've got him there. But how'd yeah. that story He start? was... Good. He worked at, um, shit, I don't remember the name of the company now, but he applied for us. It was, he was the three interview guy, you know, went out, interviewed once, came to the office again, talked to him, wanted to feel him out. Yeah. But normally I can tell with the duds when they interview good. And I learned this three or four times, you get them four or five days of working really hard, doing what everybody else does that are not duds. And then they come and want to talk to you about um, already advancing. Like, yeah. You don't, you're, you're, you're not even, like your feet aren't even wet yet. And you're asking for a different role because you have that one You're just an out. infant. Yeah. You haven't even went through puberty yet. Stretch your legs, kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah. Oh, then you did get, you get a card on that one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I got to get on this. I had to push through so it. Is there like I, I a, just is there like a competition? So, so I, if, if I if knew you, it, I call. Yes. I would have called him out there. And if you okay. don't go through all your cards by the end, you're playing the shocker. You oh, gotta, you're you're licking that the, fucking trap. You got to stick yeah. your Johnson in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, we threw one in Tot's pants. <laughs> yeah, we, we did. used it like a basketball hoop. <laughs> he just held them out like this, and we just. But I think it he was there. pretty intoxicated, where he kept letting his pick it back up and reset it, <laughs> like to the point to where Rick had to give him a ride home. Yeah, it was good times. It was good times. So, what we're, else? We're real professional here. What else has life been going on, like besides us podcasting? And we haven't been podcasting, Rick. We've been working our ass off. Yeah, you know, it just occurred to me: the two dudes that always podcast that work their fucking dick off are the only ones here tonight podcasting on sweat and grime. Besides the other two dudes that worked their dick off. Leave them alone. They worked 40 hours. I know. I think Brian maybe got a whole five in this week. I worked, I worked 42 hours this week. So. Uh, I didn't sleep for almost 42 <laughs> hours this week. Yeah. Or no, that was last week. So This week's been going pretty good. I actually yeah. got to sleep. Actually, no. today's Brian's birthday. I think he's playing hooky and going to Pound Town. So that's you why he's so? not here tonight. Yep. Happy birthday, Brian. Happy yes, birthday, Brian. Brian. Happy birthday. Yeah. Even liberals got to get a piece of ass once in a while. <laughs> Do you think they talk and, politics while they're doing it? No. No. <laughs> He's probably like, God, I love this electric car. Yeah. <laughs> He's sitting there making like a Justin Bieber face. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I feel good for him. You know what I mean? This is probably just tearing his ass up right now. Yeah, right. Brian's <laughs> sitting there from pulling wire being like a bitch. Like, look at the calluses on my hands. No, I was just saying Brian's the one taking it. He probably is. <laughs> got the strap on. I got to give him shit because he's not here. There's an ongoing just whoever's not here is getting oh, yeah. fucked. So, yeah, you I'll know, actually, that. I'm going to go ahead and bring it up. What kind of fucking weird shit do you think he's doing tonight? 
What kind of fetish has Brian got? Is he, mm. is he just lathering himself up with birthday cake right now? I don't know. I don't. I, think, I don't judge people on their fetishes. That's, I think Brian fucking lathered himself in like some gojo and fucking <laughs> went to the bed. You think so? I know so. Maybe testicular torsion. <laughs> I'm gonna call it. I'm calling it out. That'll work. I'm calling That'll it out. Work, so that you, you got to keep. So breezing, you played this you thing keep yet? past it. Hold on. Here, we'll yes. we'll all play with you. All right, hit me. Stick your finger in that. Son of a bitch. Come on, Garrett. I'm not sticking my finger in it. Yeah, you are. Why the fuck am I sticking my finger? What I do? It's because you're related to your brother. He fucked up. Wait, why am I sticking my finger in here? Am I not supposed to throw a card? No, go ahead. Oh, oh lucky. lucky. It's like it shocks the shit battery. out of you. It's not that bad. I shocked myself with my my dog collar the other day. I was taking my yep, taking my bird dog out. We're doing a little run. We do that about. Eight times a week. Speaking of bird dogs, you ready to go? I am. I wish I could bring my bird dog. Are you going? Are you packed and ready to go? No, I can be packed. I have a tote, and I just got to take my gun and put it in case. As a man, how long does it take you to get ready? Now, let me explain to the audience. A couple of us are going on. Explain what we're doing. Well, I was just saying. A couple, couple of us are going on a hunting trip to get the fuck away from work for a couple days because we all basically worked ourselves to death so we put together a hunt we're gonna go out we're gonna go pheasant hunting so if i called you right now how long would it take you to get ready to leave to go pheasant hunting yeah less than five minutes you think you could be ready if i I called you and i was like i'm gonna be at your house in five minutes yeah no warning whatsoever yep it's amazing yeah i could go i could go to fucking iowa i do an iowa trip Pheasant hunting with my in dad. Five minutes time. Five minutes time. I can be ready. Okay. To be in the truck and we're going to go eat dinner on the way home, like shit, shower, shaved, ready to rip. I don't need to shower if I'm going pheasant hunting. Okay. So I well, don't shit, shower, What about shave. clothes? You going to pack clothes? a bunch of shit? Throw. Yeah. Throw, I don't, not a bunch of shit. Okay. All my pheasant hunting gear is in a tote. I was just curious. So. So, this is leading to a place. So how about you? How long would it take you? If I'll, I called you uh, right now, this instant. And said, I'm on my way to your house. I'm going to be there in three and a half minutes. How so, long would I wait in your driveway? Intensity. So, man, this is embarrassing to say, but I've been away from the hardcore hunting thing for a while. So, well, how long will it take Let's me? not say we were going hunting. Say we were going hiking. Fuck what, that. Whatever yeah. it is. Let's just no, stick we'll on stick, the pheasant. We'll no. stick in hunting. All right. Hold on a minute. Pheasant. Hold on. Here we go. I'll have to call Garrick. Make sure he has some reloads. What are you shooting? 28 gauge? 12 gauge? No, I shoot my 20. 20? 20. That's what I shoot. So, or some boxes of shells. Gonna have to find my chaps. Um, Ooh, assless. If uh, they are yeah. assless too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably wear a pair of jeans under them. Okay, um, <laughs> it'll take me a bit. It's been a while since I've been out but in the field long? hunting. How long? Forty-five minutes. That's not bad. I could be ready to go. Rick, if I called you, about oh, fifteen. Fifteen minutes. Okay. To go well, you, now. Jason. This is where I'm going. Yeah, how I about could, you? You didn't. You didn't answer. I could be ready in probably less than five. I mean, my guns are all in the same spot. My hunting shit's right there. Yeah. Like, literally, as long as it takes me to get from my house to my barn and back up to my house, which is probably as, three to five minutes. Yep. As long as it takes me to get from my main floor to my basement to back up to yep. my main floor to out to you. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's not forget it's a hunting trip, so you need a quick blowjob just to hold you over for the road. Yeah. 
I'll, t- I'll take. That's why I got Rick. Yeah. <laughs> I can well, get no, that on the way. That's include. No, that's included in the five minutes. All right. All right. So, so now going around this room, if I called Brian, Brian would be like four fucking hours. You think? Charge the electric yeah. car. Yeah. Get the, the, the cap gun the, ready. No, exactly. It'll, it'll be so twenty no, minutes the, of questions. This is where I'm going. Is the electric car is going to take? Yeah. Four to five hours to get charged up no, and ready to rip. No, Brian, Brian on that defense would already have the truck charged because he would charge it every night. You think? He's that anal. Yeah. He does He, like he was powering his house today with the fucking lightning today okay. as he's working on it. <laughs> yeah, that's so. only because it's new, though. You give him another six, eight months, that fucker's going to be deader than a doornail in the parking lot. Uh, have you seen how organized he runs the show and you and the YouTube and everything else? He's pretty yeah. on it when it comes to electricity. Whatever. I still think we'd wait four hours. Oh, you would still yeah. wait four hours. Or is is Brian the guy that has twenty minutes of questions to ask? Yep. Yeah. Yep. What I wear? Who's what going? I wear? Yep. Who's going? What should I wear? Well, I mean, so look is at the Rick going to be there? Is he wearing his blue sweatshirt again? Yeah. Right. Rick's going to be wearing. What kind his of blue food sweatshirt. are they having? I have yeah. a nut allergy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and now, since Todd's not here, we can't leave him out. We got to fuck him up a little bit. Yeah, How long ahead. would it take for Todd to get ready? I bet you Todd's all two hours. Two hours. Yeah. Think. He'd have See, to go, I he get, would have to stop. He'd have to go talk to his woman, go play Pound Town for 40 minutes. Phew. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he'd have to go figure out, probably go back to his dad's house, get his gun. Uh, and then he probably realized that he fucking left his hunting clothes back at his house, so he'd have to go back to it. It'd probably take that about two hours. See, I figured Todd would just fucking walk out just like whatever he was wearing, like, all right, let's rip. Todd, did you bring a gun? Oh, fuck. <laughs> we would realize on the way up there he didn't bring a gun. That's the way I got tot packed. It's pretty. He'd be like tot. Did you bring any underwear? Fuck! I didn't even know we were staying the night. That's the beauty of America. Swinging to a Walmart, right? Buy a gun, gallon of milk. Do they yeah. still actually? Did they stop selling guns at Walmart? I think they did. No, they didn't. No, they still good. do. Yeah. God bless America. Absolutely. We had a guy that would come up to our hunting camp up in uh, Harrison area. That was a foreign exchange student for one of the guys that would be up there with us all the time. And he yeah. was uh, British and he was just blown away by America. He's like, he would call us uh mate or bloke or something. Yeah. One of those British terms. And he's like, you can go to the local Walmart. You can get yourself a gallon of milk and a 12 gauge. This is unbelievable. <laughs> like to watch him actually understand yeah. like this is a free country. Fucking uh, beautiful. Going back to what's his name? Lauren. Yeah, you go up to the Willie store in Vermont, dude. I'm telling you, this place is like heaven on earth. You could literally. Um, hey, I, just keep talking. Yeah. Anyways, you go into Willie's store, dude. They have waiters. They got bolts. They got hardware. They got food. They got whatever you need. Literally, you could just fly into Burlington and go in there with your wallet, and that's it. That's all you need. Like we have too many options here in Michigan. Uh, Way too many options. We should like really. I think. I think. I think fucking gas stations sell ammo That's like what I mean. back in the day. We oh, should yeah. consolidate. Oh, yeah. Dude, you go out like South Dakota. I went there in 2017. Every gas station, they've got more ammo than fucking Dunham's does. Yeah, right? I mean, there's you got your Pepsi. You can get all your shit, and then right at the checkout, like where there's candy bars and stuff, yeah. is ammo. ammo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. And like, I bought. Um, I'm prepared for a lot of things, but unprepared for some things. Like, I, I, I have like 27 years of ammo, um, just for pheasant hunting. Yeah, just 20 gauge ammo, so yeah. I never have to freaking buy it 
no. or worry about having to find it ever again. Because during the COVID times, like I went out to Wyoming <laughs> and I bought at every gas station ammo, six boxes of ammo. Like right. that was my limit. And I ended up with shit. I've got freaking 50 boxes of just, just for hunting stuff. All steel just, shot? No, not all steel shot. You don't have to run steel shot on all private right. land out there, but I've got a mixture of both. Usually I don't, yeah. unless it's, unless that's it's my deficiency is steel one. shot. Yeah. We started stocking up on ammo during the COVID times to go b- relate back to COVID back in the day. Um, we were walking real King the one day and I was shopping with my wife and we were looking around just, you know, things were awkward at that time. Things were leaving the shelves like instantly. And I remember looking and these two dudes were like scrapping over the last nine magazine in a little box of nine millimeter ammo. And I'm like, holy fuck. I need to start stocking up on some fucking ammo because they're retarded. Are fucking scrapping over one box of nine mil. Yeah. Did you remember buying ammo on Ammo Seek? Did you ever buy any there? The I time. have on Ammo Seek, yeah. Yeah, I used to go on there. I'm like, oh, sweet. There's a deal on 410 shells. You know what I mean? I'll Dude. buy a couple boxes. Now it's like out of stock for the next yeah. 28 years. Four, <laughs> 410, the two and a half inch 410. Yeah. Like it's hard to find anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I saw that's, you eyeballing a yeah, box. That's why I almost stole the empty box. Too, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Hey, so. Talk I shoot a lot of four ten. I'm I'm a weirdo. Like you shot my four ten. That's, yeah, that's, that's yeah. not weird, man. That's it, it's awesome. Yeah. I love four ten. Mm-hmm. So getting back into a little bit of the water edge, driving the barge. No, let's talk about pheasant. No, we're over business <laughs> stuff. No, no, <laughs> no I, just, we're done. I just wanted to get Rick, back into them done. riding the barge. We just wanted to know how the dick docking was working for you guys. The dick docking, yeah, it's going good. I want to know how the duck hunting is off the barge. I, you haven't, haven't done, done that. I no. haven't duck on off the barge. No, fuck that. We word. need we need to get a big burlap. You could put the forks up. I don't really think you have Throw to. Some I think we could just over do it. it. We'll just put a boat hoist on it. We look like fucking boat people. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah they don't give a shit. How many yeah. ducks yeah. and devil yeah. ducks do you guys encounter? Yeah. I want to hear your worst story lot, about geese. Swans. A lot of uh, yeah, swans. swans man, those things are freaking mean as shit. You've been attacked. I have not been attacked, but I have been threatened uh, by them. Have you guys ever worked on Lake Sherwood? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Driftwood, the, the main road that goes around, that would be the what, south side of the lake? Sure. I'm getting all yeah, turned south around. Side. Yeah. yeah, south yeah. side. So my best friend grew up on Driftwood, and there's notoriously there's an Sherwood, A-lot. Is Sherwood or Shannon? Lake Sherwood. Okay. They're sisters. Sherwood oh, okay. and Shannon are the same. Oh, gotcha. I don't know okay. if you knew that or not. I didn't know There's that. There's Driftwood, all... Ledgewood. The same developer developed both of them. Okay. So all the names of the roads in Lake Sherwood are the same as the name of the roads in Lake Shannon. Okay. But long story short, there's an A lot on Driftwood, and it's just like this big community lot. We used to party out on the islands on Sherwood, and there's always like goose nesting there. I don't know. Do I don't... Goose... Do they... Pick the same spot every time to nest. Yes, they do. They're like yeah. swans. Yep. Okay. So goose would, you know, nest here. Swans would nest here. And it was like the no fly zone. You don't ever go there. So I'm the new kid. I just moved there and they're like, oh, yeah, come on out on the boat. You can go wakeboarding. Okay. So I go out there and they drug me right fucking through that bitch. 
Every swan, every fucking goose in the whole lake was trying to kill me. <laughs> we had so, we had swans that nested out the island that one time. That was fucking interesting. Oh, and yeah. extremely territorial. Yeah, yeah. We they will bite your ass. Yeah, we if they can use the, we couldn't use the one quarter of the island because they like if you got if you looked over in their direction they were freaking honking and getting all pissed off at you. My kids call them <laughs> devil ducks because they will bite you. Mm-hmm. So we were hunting with this Greek guy the one time we went up north. Did I ever tell you when we had the goose in the back of the guy's truck? No. no. So we were going up north. We, we were running with like a convoy of like 15 guys. We pull in this hotel and nice old lady. We we're up north and Greeks like eating anything like delicacies, eyeball, geese, whatever. They don't care. And we're checking in to this. You're telling me a Greek guy hotel. will eat an eyeball out of a goose. Oh, yeah. It's a delicacy. Come on. So we're sitting there, and she's like, hey, by the way, did you guys Is back that a card? Up? No. And she's like, hey, by the way, when you guys go to back up, don't run over my pet goose, which was chained to the tree. Vehicular manslaughter. Did, <laughs> did it have eyeballs? Goose slaughter. Yeah. Now you got to do it again. Too. I'll do it. I'm but, calling uh, you. So we're sitting there. Next thing you know, you turn around, and this guy, Demetrius, has the goose in the back of his truck, and all you see is just... He slits the fucking throat. He's like, hey, guys, we're eating goose tonight. Fucking. <laughs> but no, the best the best soup I ever ate was actually eyeball soup from pigs. It was fucking nasty as shit after you told me because I was mentally grossed out. But the most, so the delicacy across seas, they eat stuff that we won't. And the eyeball soup was phenomenal. That's not fair. He fucked up and I got shocked. Me. Greg got it. That's not fair. That, sound, that sounds gross. I'm not going to lie. It was gross after you told me, but it was yeah. really good if you didn't tell me. I would have got another bowl. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you eat it again? The eyeball soup. Yeah. If you didn't tell me it was eyeball soup, I would. Have Absolutely. you ever had fish head soup? Sandhill crane. Not here because it's not legal, but I've heard it's ribeye in the sky. Yes. We got it imported from Texas. I, dude, mm -hmm. I wanted to shoot one so fucking bad and eat it because I've heard it is good. There's no shortage of them. No. Have you ever seen those fuckers do the mating dance? Uh-uh. Oh, my oh, God, dude. So watch. It's springtime. I've time. seen him do the mating dance. Yeah, Jerry. What kind, what kind of show is that? <laughs> dude, we were sitting there, and we're fucking pulling down the driveway. Watch right now because it's springtime, right? It's mating season. They still might be mating. I don't know. But anyways, the fucking male starts doing all sorts of dancing. He's jumping up and down. Father's going. Yeah. He gets running. He's rubbing his belly on the ground. Shit. My wife looks at me one day. She's like, why don't you fucking put on a show like that? And I'm like, so, there ain't no fucking way, dude. We're, we're married. <laughs> but check I'm not that shit gravel out. burn yeah. on my chest <laughs> for no. that. You're like, I'll do the sex part, just not the dancing around. <laughs> I, might, I might rub my belly across you once, but, you know, after that. You're not willing to take a swan dive into a gravel driveway? <laughs> but no, Can't I can't work for three days because you're injured. What's the most bizarre meat you guys ever ate? Muskrat was mine. Really? Was, yeah, but it was oh, it was man in, meat in here. I'm not gonna throw that. It was in out. Chile. <laughs> Does he Jerry throw it out? <laughs> so yeah, I ate muskrat chili one Edible time. Edible underpants. <laughs> That's the weirdest meat I've ever eaten. Yeah, whatever, Johnson. Skirt, <laughs> I tried skirt steak. Go with the Anybody go with the mousetrap. <laughs> skirt steak. Um, I gotta take a piss. Can I just step off? You guys keep going. Yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Almost got him. That was a good one. Almost got him. Yeah, you had him. that baby hair triggered, man. Yeah. 
He was he was hoping that someone. I else didn't think I was going to be the guy that had to do it. Usually I think I think we have to explain the rules to Jerry about this game. I think he's uh, kind of missed out on the whole. Yeah, I don't think he knows that he I, thinks actually, he says. I it think he just it. wants to shock the fuck out of himself or something. Oh, I never finished my story about shocking myself with my shock collar. Oh yeah, go. Oh, yeah. So I don't I don't for the viewers out there I don't shock the shit out of my dog all the time. It's uh-huh. it's a tracking collar, so I can track how much he runs. How much even I walked because I have the handheld because yeah. I'm a fat ass now. Um, you so and your I'm, dogs getting your steps in. We're getting our steps yeah. in. It's so like I'm a Fitbit there. for your dog. Pretty much, yeah. All right. So, and it tells me where he's at if he freaking runs off because that does happen. A deer will pop up. He doesn't do it anymore, but when he was young, he would run off on deer. So I'm sitting there holding it and I'm trying to figure out, you know, how much he ran. It's a new collar. And dude, my dad is like the cable guy. You guys have seen that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Where Jim Carrey's got the controller and he's like, do, 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 and he's going through it. That's how my dad <laughs> is with these things. And it's foreign to me, which is odd because he's older than me. But I'm trying to figure out this thing. And I pushed a button and I shocked the absolute shit out of my hand. <laughs> and it's probably, have anybody ever shocked with shocked themselves with a shock collar? Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, it's it's probably way less than that thing. But that was my story about we, shocking myself. We had uh, like a one dumbass. of our neighbor's dog wasn't listening real well, so we were telling him how to use the shot collar, and he put it on this little um, pug-looking kind of dog. And it took off running, but I forgot that we didn't change the settings for when we had our Rottweilers that weren't listening to the pug. Oh, 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 when oh. they hit the button, dude, that bitch jumped up like eight feet in the air and did a 180. <laughs> yeah. And fucking go running back. I was like... Yeah, you got to turn that down a little. Dial it, dial it down just a couple notches. <laughs> yeah, and he's probably medium rare. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he won't do it again though. No, yeah, I guarantee no. that. Oh no, he listened. I think for months after that. Yeah. Dude, you want to talk about some old school dog training? Do you remember before shot collars? My dad's an old school hound hunter, just a dog training horse training wizard. Is before, there any of them bush lattes over there? Oh yeah, there's plenty. You want one? Fire away. No, he was just asking about so, Jerry, it. No, I was just inquiring. Story. Coming in hot. <laughs> yeah. So here was uh, here was the way you used to do it. Peta's going to be after us for this one. Fifty gallon barrel. We lived on a hill, log home on the top of a hill, and you you take your uh, beagle when you're trying to get him to break from running deer because yeah. you just want him to run rabbits, right? Put him in the fifty gallon barrel with a deer leg and roll him down the hill. And it beats the shit out of them. <laughs> With the dude, it worked. It's yeah. old school shit. You know, if we can't do that stuff anymore, right? I guess you can if I you mean, want you to. Can. But just don't yeah. tell them many people. Yeah. Now you just let them run a deer and you burn them on it, and they're like, "Fuck that, not dude, doing it again." But I think we should bring it back for labors. We should put them in there with all their fucking hand tools so they quit forgetting them on the job and roll them down the fucking you know, the Put them in there with their cell phone and their iPad. I was going to say, their cell phone, their iPad, because mm-hmm. you don't want the, they're already scared of hand tools. You, want, yeah, you yeah. don't want to be more scared. Yeah, yeah. 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 make them scared so, of the cell phone. Yeah. For That brings me to a story that I probably, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say the company name today, but I was talking to a business owner who their number one rule at their company is, if I catch you on your cell phone, it's immediate dismissal. No questions asked. Yeah, I would have been fired probably a long time ago by myself if that was the case. I'm just saying, what do you <laughs> what are you guys' thoughts on that? So l- let me bring this one up first, because when we just got on this topic, I was yep. going to ask you guys if you've dealt with this. We're business owners talking amongst each other, so a <laughs> little bit different perspective than the laborer. Yep. But uh, how many times 
or ever have you had somebody break their cell phone on the job and ask you to pay for it? Is uh, that just us? Or hey, we're on the water all the time. So that one we just did. Dan Pixley buried his cell phone on the, yeah. the road dig up. He never even flinched. <laughs> you know, it's buried in Grand River somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that sewer that we did. Yep. Yeah. Those fucking things you know, are expensive. We, yeah. yeah. I can I can relate with it, but at the same time, I don't know. It should really shouldn't be out. Yeah. I mean, unless you're a foreman or something, and you're like, yeah. Uh, I mean, it should be in the mm-hmm. truck. I would think. We ran over one once, and the guy wanted me to replace it, and that was my exact response. Yeah. Was shouldn't she had two hands on like the shovel or the rake? Mm-hmm. Enough said. Does he still work for you? He don't. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> You know, the the whole cell phone thing. He like, owns Pete Black Plumbing now. <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> but, you know, to kind of touch on the cell phone a little bit, though, like, I understand we live in a fast-paced world, so the new norm of the way we used to live has changed, right? Because everything's so instant right now. Like, everybody has life happening so fast constantly. So I, under, I understand the grace period of guys getting on the cell phone every hour to just to check it maybe shoot a quick message whatever but the whole like when you're stopping in the midst of the moment when we actually need you to work and you're on the phone doing whatever whether you're facebooking or message like there's a time and place for things though well, and it, i think it, and i think people need to realize that because i think it's they dangerous. look at they look at it wrong though because us business owners recognize that there's a time and place for you to get on your cell phone and i'm not going to scold you but when i need you today right now in the moment of a sewer or a water main replacement or you guys throwing in your retaining wall or dock, that's not the time, right? There's a time for it uh, when we have a five-minute pause and you know this is going to take the machine. Waiting on a truck, whatever. There there Mm -hmm. was a time also when cell phones didn't exist. So any emergency, period, you didn't know until the end of the day or someone drove out and... Freaking told you that. Yeah, but you know society that there has changed, emergency. though. Right? It has changed, but everybody can live. It's gotten so bad it. with me personally as the business owner, and I'm sure you guys are in the same boat. If I don't answer my phone, they'll start calling my employees mm-hmm. to find out where I am, and mm-hmm. then they'll hunt me down. It's like I'm working. Yeah, I can't stop doing what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, the other day, my phone rang probably 12 times while I was in the middle of doing a water main repair, and I'm like... This is not a thing. I had a like, semi run over my car that day. Yes. Yeah, that, so, was, that was awesome. I saw the video yeah, footage of that. I, I, so, did, I did catch the video a little bit. Is so, it serious? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I got pictures on the phone. Uh, we're Saturday night. We're doing a water main replacement. And the Ingham County Sheriff calls it 12 o'clock. And they're like, hey, sir, blah, blah, blah. Look for me, the company, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, how can I help you? And he's like, um, your car's getting towed. Because our guys commute in the car to go drive the semis okay. out to Lansing. This f- dude jumps in his pump truck. The, pump the brakes, Rick. Yeah, this dude DPC. jumps in the truck. <laughs> and, like, when you're driving a pickup or a semi or anything, like, I could tell you when I hit a curb. <clears> this dude drove up over our car and drug it about 700 feet. Wow. Right? And then... And then you're watching the video. So I got videos from the cameras, and then I got the photos. And we're in the middle of water main. There's nothing I could do. I'm like, well, you just do what you got to do, <laughs> sir. I don't really know what to tell you right now. I, I, I can't go. leave these guys. You know what I mean? Like, we're live right now. Wow. And he's like, all right, so the towing company is going to tow your car and impound it and put it. And I'm like, 
it's on private property. Just leave it there. There's fucking machines. I'll just load it up on the trailer if it's toast. So right. it's just it's just a money grab. They haul it down. Uh-huh. So I'm sitting there, and I got to go pick up my driver the next day, or Monday. So we get the truck out there, and I go to pick him up, and I'm like, what in the fuck happened? So I'm sitting here just kind of replaying it. Finally, the videos start coming in, and you watch this dude. Just drive up over my car and drag it. So then he's trying to rock off the car. Like, he's trying to just up and leave the scene. So then he turns the lights off on the truck, turns the wipers off, calls 911, reports his truck that has been stolen. Somebody stole it. (laughs) The dude runs back. Good move. Yeah, but he runs back to his pickup that's in the camera view, drives around, cuts the truck off like a maniac, jumping out. Waving his arms, like trying to stop the truck that's he was driving that is stolen. Like, oh, that's hilarious! And it just keeps. He literally played charades. I didn't like. He went out there and did like the act. See, I didn't see that part. Oh well, you didn't watch the second video. No, I didn't. I just watched the very. Well, actually, part of it was edited too. But yeah, so it's like a lumberjack fantasy over (laughs) there. Yeah. So needless to say, um. Oh, I didn't even. If you if you look at the card, you just keep swiping right. You'll see the pictures. (laughs) Oh, you're going to have Jerry swiping bitches? Jerry swiping bitches on the phone. <laughs> and uh, What happens if I swipe left? You might see some wild shit. <laughs> you might see Rick's butthole. Yeah, I don't really care. I mean, you do you. 20 bucks is 20 bucks, right? That's right. <laughs> you're here for the good time, right? It's just a show. <laughs> Jerry, can I, can I tell a story? You got a really shitty car. Yeah, it, no, yeah. Actually, I like you, the can, you can tell I anything you want. Those, yeah. It okay. was pretty pimp, but so it's in the garage right now. We're ripping the two doors off. We're going to put two black doors on it now because it's red. And he's It'll going, be fly as shit. It's just going to have a couple Let of Let me hear your story, Garrett. Dos Auto so VW. Wow, he smashed the shit out of this thing. Let me show you the video. Jared, I'm telling the oh, story. That one's your wiener. Sorry. Yeah. Jared, I'm telling the story. Edit that out. I'm yep. telling the story. So, oh my... Oh, Garrett, this is the story. Of, you're on a podcast, so you just tell the story. Okay. You don't have to, don't don't have to announce it. I don't want to interrupt. You just do it. No. This story has been meant to be told time. to the masses for years, and I'm going to yeah. preface this. If, if we're talking about, is it the story? The story. All right. Yeah. Give for it to you. me. All right. Just hit it. This is. I want the right, raw version. Possible. This is the realest. So, this is the realest story. I could ever tell you. So you played, he Jerry. could ever tell you. You said the word butthole. So yep. this is what reminds me of this. Yeah. This was probably we added this up. I think it was twelve years ago. Eleven or twelve don't years name ago. Names. We don't want to make nope, the customer. Not name names, yeah. but um it was right before Memorial Day. Memorial Day for us is like freaking crunch time. Everybody's yep. gotta have their stuff in the water so they can be on their boats because it's the unofficial kickoff of summer. Oh yeah. Right, so we get a call from a rather persnickety customer. This is an emergency. I need you out here. And this is Saturday of Memorial Day weekend. We had two or three things to do. It was Jerry and I and two other young guys. I think they were 13, maybe. They were they were like going through puberty. Yeah. And so we're loading up at the shop, and Jerry told this gentleman that I'm not going to be very happy if we show up there and we've got to, if this is an emergency, because this is... Memorial weekend. Yeah. Nobody should be working. Yeah. So Jerry leaves the shop to go look at the job, which is about a mile and a half from our shop. Um, I'm still loading up with the other guys. And this gentleman is the right over your shoulder guy. Every second that you're there, he <laughs> is looking over your shoulder. Very particular. That's how he is. Whatever. Yeah. 
And so I show up there expecting this guy to be looking over Jerry's shoulder or at least sitting there talking to him. Well, he's gone. Nowhere to be seen. And I get out there and I go, hey, where is he at? He's like, I don't know. I, you know, I show up here. I'm not really happy that we're here because this is an emergency, but it's going to take us like 30 seconds to do it. So we may as well do, do it over it, here. Get it done. Yeah. So <clears throat> Jerry bends over to get some tools out of the tool bag while we're in the water. And <laughs> the one young guy that was with us goes, bro, you got a hairy butthole. Like his voice was cracked. He was, he was young. <laughs> uh-huh. And Jerry turns around and goes, excuse me? Dude, it took me back so far. I'm like, why would you say and he that? He goes, bro, you got a hairy butthole. I'm like, oh, dude, Jerry. His freaking shorts were split from his tailbone to the bottom of his nutsack. And he was he got there and he was talking That's to awesome. the he was talking to the customer and he was knelt down looking under the dock. So the face face down, ass up. You wanna, so you're brown. You show us, Jerry? Dude, it was one thousand percent the exactly what he was saying. I Like, no man ever puts their ass up in the yeah. air. I mean, maybe some do, but let's be inclusive. Right. But this was a seawall. If you can just picture, like, a canal, and then a, a seawall, and then a dock alongside it, and I was pissed. And I'm going to step off the mic for a second. I'm going to show you. Literally. <laughs> Now, the, you realize you're on camera, yeah. right? Yeah. So you can that's, that's, that's why he's showing us. Yep. Okay. So on this dock. So you got oh, your yeah. you got your brown eye oh, just to the stars. Yeah. <laughs> and then I turn around I'm like And he's he was gone. <laughs> he literally he, seen I thought, it. If I you thought I laid down the law where this I was like, a, why would you call now, us out on a now, holiday weekend? If you would have opened your mouth, he would have saw water. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, what kind of signals were you sending this man? I didn't think I was sending any signals, but I will tell you what, if you want to get a customer off your back, show, show him your, your asshole. Bottle. You'll, yeah, it will do it. He'll never call you out for emergency again. <laughs> <If> will he? <laughs> It'll be scheduled where you could come on. I'll yep. tell you this. It's been half a decade or more, and I have not talked to him. <laughs> no? I, I don't think. How do you address that with another man? Like, <laughs> well, I think, Rick, if you've been over and I saw into your fucking soul. I think you I know what the backside of your heart looks like. <laughs> Let me get those hemorrhoids looked at. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I think you need to redeem yourself. You need to go let Show him the front answer, side? yes, and let him <laughs> let him see it all, the full package, and be like, "We're here for the package deal, from the dock to the full service to the hand job." Like, oh my god! So, Pete, uh, I'll get you his address in how, case you need to check how, his plumbing. Uh, how yeah. long did it I'll take you my bottle real quick? <laughs> I it, it, have you ever been in those situations where something has happened so bad that you're like humor is the only fucking way to it's deal the with only it. Cure. so we've just told the story over and over and over again and i'm telling you there's a lot of people that are like that really didn't happen and it's it's, it's so happened there were these board shorts and the seams would always be coming apart and you got to think we're working in the water so we're like shirt off and Maybe some like wetsuit boots on. Butthole out. You don't put underwear underneath them. I mean, no. you're just wet all the time. So yeah, right. Yeah, that's awesome. Right in there. That reminds me. So of- you showed him the angry spider, and he didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Now looking if at he your ever listens, he'll know. Looking who it at is, looking at I your know. facial hair, dude. It's gotta be pretty fucking thick. Oh, I got a hairy butthole. I'm positive, <laughs> positive of that. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Now you're talking about. Next time I'll wax if I go out for a site visit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only if it's only if it's customer you want to keep though. 
true. We used to have this guy that worked for us. His name was Smitty, and he was like fuck, around 70 years old. He'd fill in once in a while. And the dude just had, because you get to certain ages where you just have bowel movements, you can't hold it, right? So we're doing a fucking cross tube on a back road the one day. And next thing I know is he's like, hey, I'll be right back. Yeah, you you go do it, man, whatever. I, you just see him running into the woods with some paper towels and shit. And he's not too far off, but it's during hunting season, right? So you're sitting there, and I don't know. He probably made it like 30 yards into the woods where and hunches up against a fucking tree. And I'm like, you guys hear something? No, do you hear something? And all we hear is fucking Smitty running out of the woods with his fucking pants down. You know, trying to pull him up. And he says, dude, he would come out. He couldn't even get the story out. He was laughing so fucking hard. He's like, you guys won't believe it. I fucking, um, I had to shit my pants. Like, I, I got back to the tree, and I arched up, and I hunched over, and I started doing my thing. And all I hear is, hey, hey, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? And he looks up. There's a dude in the tree, Bohunt, and he's fucking just shitting all over this fucking tree. <laughs> dude, come out running, dude. Just lost it. Okay, well, man. that'll ruin your hunt. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. I've got another another story to add on to that. Um, Do you want to split this, or are you saving this for? I was saving that for just me, but you can have half of it. Well, wait um, you're ready. But a person that I know mm-hmm. was, I, it's our cousin, so I guess he, yeah. he. I don't think he would mind this story, but. Up north at the cabin that my parents used to own, we were up there deer hunting, and he was. You ever used a tree climber, yeah. um, tree stand? So you're They're in dangerous as fuck. Yeah. So you're hunched like that, and you're going up. So he was out there hunting, and he had to shit. So he starts going down the tree in his climber, and he's yeah. He's like, I would go into like I would have labor <laughs> pains every time that I would get like my my body would go. Are we ready? No, we're not ready. So long story short, he gets down, he goes about 30 yards, and he's like, it was the worst experience I've ever had shitting in the woods. Yeah. <coughs> so he's done, he gets himself wiped up, and he turns around, and he said about 30 feet from him was a dude, because he was hunting right on the property line, my parents' property, and then it was state land. <laughs> Dude hunting right on state land. He said about 30 feet from him was this dude that was sitting there in a little chair <laughs> with his orange cap on. Just he had watching his, the house and sued him. <laughs> and he's like, I turned around. We made eye contact. <laughs> and he said the dude stood up and folded his chair up. And turned and started walking away. Dude, I would, I would, and fucking, like, I would have took the shotgun, and just yeah, put one just, rip in the woods. I go just, just imagine when he got back from deer camp and his wife. How was deer? It was fine. I don't want to go anymore. He <laughs> never went deer hunting again after that. So the the woman would understand. It's fine. Yeah. Yep. No. So on on a lot of raw construction sites, there should be porter johns everywhere. There isn't always porter johns everywhere when you first get into a job site. So the quickest thing for a porter john is a dump truck. And oh. if you if you ever shit in a dump truck, make sure you shit in the back of the dump truck so the dirt buries it. We were we were fucking I was sitting there trying to get paid the one day and we we're bringing in a load of gravel and the fucking homeowners are getting ready to give me a check. Here comes they blew the fucking gate. Here comes the gravel. And right at the end, right before they go to hand me a check, is a hot fucking load and toilet paper Just on top. Just TB on top. <laughs> I'm like, how do you oh. know what? 
my God, dude. Like, <laughs> what, 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 how do you justify this? Like, that was extra, man. Uh, I don't know what happened there. That grab was going to stick right together. You're a, Greg, you're a plumbing guy, mm-hmm. I think, right? Pe- Pete Black plumbing? That would be plumbing. No, we, we're electrical. We're electrical. Right, it's yeah. actually Pete Brown Curve people ball. plumbing. Yeah. I remember when <clears throat> building was really popping when I was really young. This is right after I quit school. I was working for Mitch Harris. And a good buddy of mine still to this day. He's been really good to me and my brother. And uh, that was when I first like left the farm. We were we were pretty sheltered. It was Coon Lake Road farm. You work here, you sweat and bleed, and then at a certain point, my dad would be like, "Now it's time to find another fucking job." So I went with Get Mitch out. Harris. Yep. And I was the guy that pretty much just cleaned up everybody else's shit. Yep. And this is really going to drive that point home here in a second. Yep. If you were the I, guy that cleaned out the little pig pens at the end of the driveway yep that was me that was you yep but the sump pumps i don't know if it was i'm not going to use no you can say races um but there was certain there was certain drywallers you know let's just figure out like who and they would shit black black people or white and piss and um brown um that includes everybody yeah in those sumps and that the first time that i encountered that because i mean you're they didn't uh, back then. It was still like you didn't have porta johns and everything. Yeah. I mean, they they were there, but not in not plentiful. There was one three hundred yards right away that you and could kind of see. Away. So in a off way, off in the distance. So in a way, I can't blame them. But I remember plugging those things in and being like, "Oh my fucking god!" Oh yeah, like, yeah. The, the the smell. Stench, I can still smell it right now. That it's ammonia. My, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I would take a turd floating in a sump pump over the smell of old piss. Yeah. Yeah, old piss. Is, yeah. That poor bleach. Oh, it was always like, oh my God, it blended up. And then, yeah. or and then come up and then flies and like um, the little uh, fruit gnat things. things. Yeah. Yep. Oh, come yeah. Over, well aware that, yeah. And then I'd be like, oh my God. Then I called Don, who was my, you know, like supervisor for the condo community that I was working at up the road. And he'd be like, that is. F- unfucking believable. They can't do that. And I'm like, yeah, they can't. And then I'd be walking out with him and he'd be like, no, no, you got to take care of this. <laughs> I don't right. want to be this guy. <laughs> but like people like pissing in bottles. I piss in a bottle a lot. Gatorade bottles like outside the freeway. Take, you take oh, yeah. it. After well, you told you me to piss in a bottle on the way here. Yeah, but you take it after <laughs> you're done pissing in it and you dump it out. What a concept. Why? Because then it rolls around in the trailer or in the bed of the truck and then it freaking explodes, or you run it over, and you get that same nasty old piss smell. When we mowed lawns, guys would piss in bottles and just throw them in the trailer. So then yeah. it would roll around there, like dump the thing out. No one's gonna, no one's gonna call the cops on you dumping a bottle of piss out. But they I would will- bet five hundred bucks if you went out and looked in my, any one of my service trucks. There's some piss bottles. bottles. Piss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll deal with it's piss. a fact of life. Shit is a little harder for me to deal with. See, I'd rather deal with really? shit. At least you know what you're getting into. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. To each their own. I actually fired somebody because <laughs> they made a poo. What it happened, was a, Jerry? It's a what very happened? intricate situation, and you would have to come on. You're rolling. Here's the story. Now. Rolling. This story sounds better than the other story. Yeah. All right. So, at this point, I had a home that was. Um, it was an apartment for a guy and a hub for our business. And it was a lot of stuff going on all at once. A lot of stuff yeah. going on. So um, apparently there was a battle between two employees. 
Yep. And somebody put uh, dog shit under <laughs> one of the other one's <laughs> handles of their car, which is mm-hmm. very clever. Yeah, yeah it's a cool. good idea. It's really cool. Yes. And then that escalated to now we're fucking biological warfare. I will use human <laughs> shit. That's that's like oh. that's like Putin saying I'm going to hit the nuke button now. It yeah. just escalated. It just yes. anything goes. It did. And I like don't want to be involved in this. It's like Russia and Ukraine. You like did, you didn't want to be involved in no, poop not that, at all. Or it was like the Vietnamese putting shit on their punji sticks to be able to get infected. Yeah. Yeah. Infect people. Good idea though. Yep. Yeah. So we, idea. here I am, super soaker full of cat piss. Would have been in play. <laughs> Ooh, that's actually a very good idea. <laughs> it's a car. Booyah! <laughs> Put your finger in it. No. No? What does it mean? If I don't address it, Wait, how does so, it work? Yeah, if so, you called out the fact that I played a card just okay. to play a card, then you can call me. Okay, I got it. Like, now. if you say something stupid like eight ounces of black heroin, yeah. black tar heroin, okay. now you call All right. All yeah, right. There's no reason for All it. Right. I didn't, I didn't right. work it All into right. the story. Okay, I'm getting it now. Or fifty thousand volts straight to the nipples. This is going to be fun. See, he's he's running them on you right now. You yeah, put train. your finger in there. We know that. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Can I push the button? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think you got to turn it on, or batteries are dying. Well. <laughs> Head to the mousetrap. No, 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 no. You can't drop it from three feet I know, in the air. I know. I what the fuck kind of mampon you wearing? Yeah, so don't I'll be let a you bitch. do that. I'll continue this story. So as so the it escalated of shit to human shit. Right. And everything I'm telling you now was all told after the fact to me from everybody. But here I am, wake up in the morning. Very busy day. Yeah. My girlfriend is taking the trash out, which that's amazing to be able to train them to do that in the first place. So I don't want to fuck that up. Right. She, yeah, I know. It, trust me. I've not been able to get a lot of things going, but that was one. So she sets the trash bag down and she goes into the barn to get some stuff. And right where they park is where that trash bag setting. So she comes back out, gets the trash bag, picks it up, and gets human shit on her hand. So she tells me. She is very upset. And I'm like, how do you know it's human shit? She's just like, it. somebody shit in this trash bag, and I am pissed. So <laughs> what had happened was... <laughs> they were, <laughs> I fucking hate this thing. Did it get you? Yeah. Johnson's a bitch. So what had happened was the retaliation was, like I said, absolute, let's just nuke this motherfucker. They had shit in a pizza box and put it in this individual's car. They saw the trash bag, bringing it out, put it in there, or dumped it off in there. However you roll a turd off a pizza box, I mean. Kind of just gave it a flick. Yep. And it just sat on top and then. uh, Melted. Yes, yeah, so oh. it, there was already a little bit of controversy, and then I'm like, we, heads have to fucking roll. This is, <laughs> it wasn't just the turd thing, but it was like, here we go. Okay, we can't do this. We, yeah. That's gross. Yeah. That's grosser than fuck. So, how did you address this? I put a turd in my brother's lunchbox, so. <laughs> did you? Yeah. How'd you address this conversation? 
That seems like an awkward way to be like, who just shit in my pizza box? <laughs> um, did I address that one? Or did yeah, you? No, no, you didn't. You yeah. said, whoever did it, just come over here. And it was... So-and-so. So-and-so, yeah. Whoever they, was. they actually admitted to it? <clears throat> well, he had no choice but to, because there was no one that was going to take the fall for this right, shit. yeah. Nobody Literally, was willing to man up on it. And figuratively. Um, so yeah, he stepped forward and then it was, that was the last of it right there. So yeah. Plus, I'd be like, you're gone. So he definitely my, needs a little more. My brother was a too. plumber in training and it all started. You're not out, even affected by the shit stories at all. You're like, you guys are fucking preschoolers. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> that's fucking Remember when nothing. I had my first beer. <laughs> <was> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you got some poop on yeah. your hands. Like, preschooler. Fuck yeah. you. Greg runs around with like penis <laughs> breath on him. Just <laughs> Yeah. For a plumber, that's like throwing a virgin into a volcano. Right. <laughs> yeah, that don't work. Uh, uh, so, anyways, construction stuff, same thing, new construction. Have you ever taken a 2x12 and stood on it and had somebody pick the other end of it up, like a big springboard, and then let it go, and it just slams <laughs> no. on the floor? It's the loudest thing you've ever heard in your entire lifetime. And I'm down in the basement, you know, stacking out this basement. My brother does this to me, and I thought the whole house blew up. I literally thought I died. And I'm like, dude, that was the biggest. So he did it like on the subfloor upstairs or the yeah, concrete Yeah, I'm in downstairs? the basement. Yeah. yeah. And he's on the subfloor upstairs. So you have one guy stand on a 2 by 12 about middle of the way. And you have the other guy pick it up so it bows. And then when it's, as soon oh, as he so lets it go, it just slams down. Gotcha. It's the loudest thing you've ever heard in your whole life. And it's quiet in there. You know, I'm just down there working away. And the next thing you know, I thought the whole house blew up. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, dick, move. Don't do that again. So this becomes kind of a war and things escalate. And, you know, I decided to open the tailgate on my truck and scatter his tools down 96, that type of stuff. Standard retaliation. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and whatever, you know, so he ends up, same thing, kind of pissing in the sump crack or whatever to piss me off because he knew I had to put a sump pump in there. And it ended with a turd in his lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it wasn't even my turd. I found a turd <laughs> on the job site. Oh. Just sort of scooped it up with a box and let it go in his... I can hear him, do not ever shit in my lunchbox again. And you're like, I didn't. I didn't. That was a random turd. That, that's the <laughs> that last that nail wasn't in even, the coffin. That wasn't even blood's turd. That was a random stranger's turd. Greg's buying a lunchbox. He's buying a turd from a stranger <laughs> no, on the street. She's a box. Yeah. They're easy to find on a job site. You just find they a turd. And Dude, I, job site retaliation. We're on a really good topic. <laughs> yeah. There it goes... Like, I don't want to pull it off this. Turds no, are fucking amazing. We literally talked about shit for like a half I hour. I know, but I want so. to... Uh, it's okay. It's... Oh, man. Just it can go further you don't down that rabbit hole. Just because you have yeah. no shit stories. But are you upset about it? First off, I no, have I'm a, not. Okay. No. I have a, every business, business owner needs to know this. Yeah, this There's is important be no shit. Turds on a job Every site. young guy that's getting out there and getting butt hurt needs to understand, too, this is love. That's how we show... I mean, if we want to fucking run you off, we run you off. This is, this is, it's part of the process. It's the camaraderie between the guys. It is, yeah. It's almost like a brotherly contractor love. So you start sharing turds. No, 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 no. no. Doesn't have to be. It's like it's where you get someone else's turd and you put it in your brother's lunchbox. I have more turds. Remember when we had one guy that shit in his hood of his wetsuit? 
Yeah. And that's not what I want to touch on. I, w- I would love to go back to the <laughs> shit. So I love shit stories. But when you talk about um, fucking with people, oh my God, this could go on forever. So Garrick and I were just like a two-man song and dance. We'd bring guys on, and we had one guy that was like our kind of like mentor that was showing us what to do. And um, they had a little uh, spat, lithium grease spat. Do you know where I'm going with this? Oh, yeah. yeah. So Garrick loves or loved, do you still love the don- donuts or whatever they're called? Yeah. The chocolate donuts the that chocolate you get in the sleeve? Like the in the, the six-pack? one? Yeah. No, no, they're the circle, the little donuts that you yeah, get in the Yeah, but the whole long sleeve. You okay. Know? Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yep. Kind of got yep. like a yep. waxy chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is from the gas It's station. very waxy. Who yeah. doesn't love them? I don't. So I do. there was uh um you bite your tongue. So I'll, so, I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. This individual um was getting some pressure from Garrick. Now at that time, like he's like <laughs> Could you drive yet back then? Oh yeah, no, I could drive. Yeah. I was seven seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was Wait, the first you've been year driving of, for so many years. It was the first year <laughs> of Water's Edge. And uh, dude, he's putting the pressure on because we're we're trying to build this and um this guy was the one that had kind of put every the business model into play, but couldn't really figure it out. So he had that complexity of, um, I, I will tell you what to do. And yeah. Garrick's always been amazing hands on, but he didn't so know what he was doing. He didn't. And it wasn't instead of being, so this fucking, guy paved a roadmap roadmap for you. All you had to do was follow it. Oh, is what be- you're saying. Beautifully, yeah. beautifully. But he just didn't have like the fundamentals yep. that, yep. There are so many of them out there that just, they can kind of get it. And then it takes people like us that can do the blood, sweat and tears and be yeah. like, I can fucking drive this home. Yeah. So instinctively it. has been like this from the beginning. Like, don't stop. I understand. And not again, extremely diplomatically, but like get, get away. Don't put your hands in here. I'm going to get this done. Right. So this fucking guy goes up to the truck and takes a, Pump tube of white lithium no, grease. It was, no, it was a spray bottle, aerosol can. Oh, the spray can. And stuck the um, little red nozzle into it and filled my donut with white lithium grease. Ugh. Mind you, this guy's like <laughs> 10, 10 years. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I love that scene. Is that the crystals in my coffee? <laughs> Is, it? Is it? So you got a white lithium grease donut. He yeah. did. He did you eat it? That's, I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> it actually so wasn't that I'm bad. I'm on to puke right now. Dude, it wasn't that bad, but I'm like, you're lubed up now, <laughs> ain't you? It tastes weird. And he was, <laughs> he was not good. But he was not good. Did but you the eat fault. the whole thing? Oh, yeah. You just fucking grabbed the donut and chucked it in there. No, he yeah. takes them one at a time. That's what watch I mean. He just fucking ate yep. the whole thing. Yep. <laughs> just took it like a man. Yeah. He goes and <laughs> swallowed that lithium Did you grease. put something in my donut? Always swallow. I'm like, no. And then, you know, hell ensued upon that. Yeah, that that was back in the days where like doing the tipper thing, which this guy loved to do the tipper <laughs> thing too, was big. And you know uh, what? I miss the tipper yeah, thing. I don't know if I, I, I consider. I mean, I I, I sort of I don't miss the receiving end of it, but the good game thing doesn't really add up to the tipper thing. No. You know the the swat on the ass good game. If you got us, if you got somebody in the nuts, good. That was the highlight Dude, of that your is fucking true. day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't miss those days, though. You got like, big I, nuts? I just wouldn't want to play that again. That fucking shit hurt. You're a bitch. Yeah, I am a bitch. When someone gets you good, dude. We could no. play a different tipper game with that thing. 
That's that's the way that escalates, <laughs> right? The well, more, the more sure beer you I mean, drink, the more of, tips you go guys in. remember this. Everybody has that one minute of glory where they just fucking wreck someone's nutsack, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I, did I got it, that I son did it with of a, a bitch." Sixteenth wrench with him, yeah. <laughs> but then you know what's oh, coming. Really? Yeah. Then that you know what's that coming. That was a retaliation. Then you know what's coming back. You ended that. You might be the only person in the history. Of the tipper game to end it with a wrench, fucking end that, and he knew. Did you guys do handshakes? Done. Like at the know. end, you were like, "All right, we're cool." Did he apologize? I, might um, he, he, I don't know. I think we probably did. Maybe we should. But then he, he he tried to do it. He threw a uh, three eighths bolt at me, and I said, "If you do that again, we're gonna punch you in your fucking face." So let's not do that anymore. He's like, "Dude, it okay. got so bad at my shop. Like we were." We were building a uh, outdoor wood boiler, so you have big rolled steel. You know, it's ten feet high with water jacket, and I'm inside of it. And my brother, I'm literally welding the seams on the inside. My brother would run up there with a sledgehammer and just boom, <laughs> fucking bong dude. You are yeah. inside. I thought the just whole world ear. ended. <laughs> yeah, because right it doesn't. It doesn't just go into your ears. It hits you, and then it's just you're in the you're in the, the fucking cylinder. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought, the whole world blew up. I had no idea. And <laughs> we do the uh, go through the electric fence. We had you know hundreds of acres, and what is it like fifteen mile fence chargers on those babies? Oh, no, yeah. no, there were two hundred. They're mile fucking fence hot. I'll yeah. take that thing any day. I oh, yeah, yeah, that, that ain't dick all compared and to an electric. This is fence. how it goes too. My dad taught us it the first time. It's that isn't that how it always goes? Like, don't fuck with your brother. Don't fuck with him. All right, I won't. I'll stop. Stop. They don't like when you fuck with them. Just be. Then, hey, can you go down and get that um, horse trough, whatever? Can you pull it over to the edge? Sure. I'll unplug the fence for you. Yeah. Right in the middle of it, and then fucking <laughs> just light up your nuts. Eh? Yeah. So that was the fucking game after that. So you guys I don't grew like electric that fuck. You guys grew up on a farm. Did yeah. you realize the only person that gets shocked is the end person in yes. the chain? Yeah, so you can grab. You yeah. can grab the hotline. So, but what, just don't let go of the person at the end. Yeah, they eat no. it. Yeah. So, like, we'd have a centennial at one of our farms, or we'd have a big, you know, wedding or gathering, and it was nothing for everybody to come up and see the cows. And you just grab a hold of your cousin, like by the back of their neck, Ooh, Kentucky or, style. Yeah, just <laughs> grab them in the armpit, fat, where they can't <laughs> let go, and just grab a hold of that fence and give it to them. It's Johnson breeding season. <laughs> so you grab hold of your cousin, go, right? and if you like cord, then you're no, taking it. No, I mean not like that. But you know they're getting fucking melted down, mm-hmm. and they can't let go. Either of way, it's going to affect their life for years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was the recipient of it, and it was like. Oh, this is a fucking great you, trick. I can't wait know? till I can't wait to grow up so I can melt somebody to the ground right. with this. Yep. Mm-hmm. The cycle continues. Yep. My grandpa mm-hmm. dared me when I was a kid to pee on it. To pee on it. Yep. <laughs> and you know, you can't stop pissing until you're done. I that's and not that true. the fuck out. Yeah, it is true. You need to check your prostate. You're supposed to be able to stop <laughs> midstream. Well, I can, but in the words of Dumb and Dumber, the movie, you can't stop once you start it. Stings. That's right. That's yeah, not it true. Stings. Well, it stings. You can stop, but it stings. You know, I've what? never been pissed. This. I've never been shocked from an electric piss on a fence or pissing on an electric fence. I've never neither have I. Yeah, I've tried it countless you times. You don't have good piss, son. I've never. It's never nailed me. I don't know if it's 
cheat fencing or what the deal is. But was someone else holding under your dick when you were doing it? Is that yeah. why? Because it went to them? Hold this up. Can you, pee, see, can you hit that hole? And we'll see if it'll do something. I, I've never been a, electrocuted for put, peeing on electric fence. Just put fence. the tip in it, Johnson. Let's hit the button. But why here has everybody tried to pee on a damn electric fence? That's the question. Because we're fucking stupid. Yeah. We're tradesmen. Yeah. And it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You know, I, actually, I just, that's a good conversation is literally like some of the competitions. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have this like in your company where somebody will do something and it's like, oh, I can do better than that. Garrick is the man to talk to for that. And the next thing you know, yeah. like there's no end to this. It's it's grudge mm-hmm. match competition. Like someone mm-hmm. will die. Trying to outdo the next guy. Yeah. Like, so what? have you have you ever fucked with someone that doesn't have a personality like we do of fucking with people? And you can take that and run it right into the ground, and they don't know that you're even fucking with them. But you oh, just yeah. get pleasure. I, mean, I do that all the time. Yeah. So I was 18 and working in a, or 17 working in a plant in Chicago, running wire for my uh, grandpa. Yeah. It was like a three day job that I did in two days because I didn't stop. Working. I don't want to drink all your bush light, but what else you got? Um, I have this partially drinking dose or mostly drinking Brian, dose. See if we can get us some beers real quick so we yeah. can finish up this podcast. Yeah, yeah. let's call Brian. <laughs> yeah, did you check the fridge? I don't know. I, got I don't want to drink all Jerry's beer. Jerry, if oh. you check the fridge, there might there's be some probably more beer in there. in there. Should be. We'll figure it out. Bush. Bush. She's a squirter. So you're baby. working in Chicago. So working in Chicago for for Grandpa. Yeah, running wire, and. I was on a 30 foot man lift and the foreman guy that was in charge of me, I was brought in to just get the fucking job done. Um, which was pulling wire. It was a, I think it was a Dennis Kirk factory, whatever it was. This thing was like 300 yards long. It was massive. And we're running wire for camera in there. So everywhere where everyone goes with high lows in here, it's kind of like beep, 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 beep on the horn, on the horn, beeping. And this guy was such a straight and narrow by the book dude. And I happened to be the one that was working with him. And every time he would get near the forklift, I would go, Garrick, I'm right here. I'm I'm just, I'm just moving. You know, you're supposed to beep. That was the rules of the factory, isn't it? Right. I'm just following the rules. Yep. You're right. You're right. I apologize. (laughs) And after two days of doing this job and just laying on this horn and <laughs> fucking with this guy, he's a great guy, super nice, but I, he, like, we did not mess up. And by the end of it, it was calling my grandpa and, like, I don't want him on my job sites because he's, he's, he's not, he is by the books, he claims it, and then grandpa calls me. And I'm like, I'm just, that's the rules of the factory. Right. <laughs> you just- have to be. So it was flipped all the way back around to, you know what, I I am going to have to talk to him. I think he's getting on you about something. I'm like, yeah, you do that. And then, like, we would label the wires because you're running 15 wires down. You label them at the start. Yeah. And then when they get down, you label them again. Then you tone them yep. so you know what make wire sure is. Yep, just to make yep. sure. And alpha... Beta, whatever. I, I can't remember what that alphabet name is called. What is it called? Greek A-B-C's. alphabet. Greek alphabet. Yeah. Well, I know that, Rick. Phonetic okay. alphabet? Phonetic alphabet. Yeah. yeah. You know that from flying, right? Is it from flying? Alpha, yes, beta. I am a pilot. Thank you. So, did you get your license was, yet? No. Oh. It was a swear word. Thank you. And again, I, ended up I thought I was going to run with that one for a while. I went through A, B, C, <laughs> and then I go dick, D, toning D as in dick. Dick. And then. 
the plant manager was right there with him. So on the walkie, on the he was right next to him Good on thing the walkie. There yeah. was not uh, any other letters. Never mind. Yeah. Then he, yeah, well, there was there was, there was <laughs> more be a lot of pairs. But yeah, like he would be down. Garrick, I want to talk to you. I'm like, hold on, and, and God, damn it, don't do that. I'm right here. I'm I'm trying to talk to you. Just following the rules. Yeah, following the rules. I got to. Hold on. I don't want to miss this point. When Greg was talking about uh, competition mm-hmm. on the job site, yeah, that's that's when I was really like, oh, man, Garrett can take this away because I watch you do it all the time. Um, we're not big like on incentives. Yes. Yes. There is like some spoofs and shit like that. I don't yeah, do it either. No, we have. We've had a couple people come in that are trying to like we, we every few years we get these guys. Where we're like, they're sharp. College educated, fucking really yep. cool looking. Yeah. In shape, you know, got their shit together and they're like, it's always positive reinforcement, which I which I do <laughs> believe in that, but also negative reinforcement too is very powerful if you're able to do it diplomatically. But where we have found that like in between between positive and negative reinforcement, yeah, he's taken it away. He's been like, I mean, it will happen on a weekly basis. He will go. I will give you $200 of cash out of my own fucking pocket if oh, you yeah. do that. Sales incentive but, for the sales people, yeah. Yeah, and even with the guys on the, the jobs, like, it, do you really think you can do that? Like, I don't know if sometimes they don't feel like we're listening or, um, and, and, and maybe sometimes we aren't, but Garrick always takes that spot where he's like, 200 bucks cash or yep. 50 or whatever it is. If you think you can do that, I will take that bet. And it's not... It's not pandering. It's always when it's like, ooh, that's going to be a fucking tough one. Let's see what they can yeah. do. Let's and see what they got it. Huge, yep. huge value in that. And that is where, again, don't love the huge positive reinforcement. Like these guys that come in and they're like, if they show up on time and then they do this, so then they also clean this thing, they could get a brand new TV. I'm like, that is those tchotchke bullshit. Yep. Yes. To, they, me, to me, showing up on time. It's that, expected. That's expected. Just like if you didn't pay paychecks Friday. on time, that's expected of you, isn't it? Correct. Could you call them two days later and go, hey, I'm, my bad. Um, I was no, sick. No, they don't, they don't show up Monday if you don't no. pay them. I was right? sick, yeah. so I apologize, and you're not going to get paid for a couple of days. You know, it's just the lay of the land, right? Like, There's so many things that are expected of you, and then when... People go above and beyond. They just want that that a boy kind of. You're just doing a good job, and I don't feel that we should have to do it every time, every single second. But you do call it out once in a while. But it's like when they go the extra mile and they really put in and they pulled the job together. That's when I'll throw you a bone mm-hmm. because you just you you made it from like us coming back tomorrow to today. We closed the job. Yes. Here you go. Yeah. Yes. And and that's that is a you're doing three things there. It's the figurative pat on the back. Yep. You're giving them more money, um, you know, an incentive or a bonus, and then you are literally just freaking happy to do it. Yeah. You are happy to give that because they made your job and your life easier. And that and that makes you freaking happy. One hundred percent. It also, real quick, what I found that he's he's done is it's kind of it doesn't allow them to crack the code if you will so just follow me for a second if everything is so cut and dry yep. here's the negative reinforcement here's the positive reinforcement 
everybody figures that out. Like I know I can drive 54 and a half miles an hour and or whatever. <laughs> Let's say I'll digress, but people crack the code really quick. But if you are genuinely like, I'll fucking take that bet, which I watch, like I said, I watch him do all the time. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he does. It's not trickery. It's just that I genuinely would like to see you do that. And I'll take that bet. And we kind of come to a place where it's like, all right, let's do this. It gives them some push. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's some motivation, right? They, they call themselves yes. out and they're calling accountability on themselves. <laughs> and you just want to see it. Yeah. You want to see it perform. You said you're going to do it. Uh-huh. Get down. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Uh-huh. Get it done. Yeah, he walks very much amongst the employees. It's, uh, it's awesome to see ton of respect, but still understands what they're doing and what they're going through and, and yeah. is there to sweat and bleed with them to offer a bunch of tchotchke incentives. It's, it's just going to take away from that. It's bad. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it, it takes away from, I guess the, the sweat and the grime, like that's our podcast name. But when you're in the hole and you're working with your guys shoulder to shoulder, there's no spoof that really gets that done. It's, yeah. It's literally the blood, the sweat, the beer, the a dump tears. in a pizza box. Yeah, whatever you got to do, yeah. just fucking get it done. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing this for yeah, and that a pizza party on Friday. I'm doing this because this is the shit that's got to yep. get done. Yep, and that's why, like you called it, the Chachki infent- incentives to show up on time. Like, yep. yeah, there's a dude that, like down in the hole doing the fucking dirty work and the shitty stuff. Yep, that shows up on time every day. But this other dude that doesn't work as hard and doesn't do as much has kind of figured out that code. Mm-hmm. I worked, I've been on time for 22 and a half days in a row. So do I get my $50 that right. like, that's what why happened I, to the good old days. If you didn't show up, you got your ass beat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that seemed to work pretty the, good. The society, <laughs> society has got a little soft until they started <laughs> to be able to videotape it. And yeah. Turn you in. Yep. Turn I you literally in. almost got my ass kicked behind a dumpster one time because yep. I showed up late. Like, I oh two two dudes were like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a school real you know yeah, I'm gonna give you an education real quick. If you're not here tomorrow on time, we're gonna beat the fuck out of you. Yeah, but that, that was you had to take the beating to keep your job though, or you were fired. You're done. Yeah, yeah. And you showed up like all of a sudden something in my head just clicked. Like if I'm not 15 minutes early, I'm late. Yeah, yeah. Because these the, dudes are gonna beat literally beat the yeah. shit out of me, dude. Our and I respected my job and I wanted to be in this trade so much that I was like, fuck it. I'll just be 15 minutes early. Our dad, it was, there was no excuse. It was, he did a damn good job, but what time did our podcast getting, start tonight? Uh, we were supposed to be here at six at and six. Greg was late. Okay. okay. I was absolutely late, but <laughs> I was so close he was to where us. I had to go tomorrow that I was like, it would be stupid if I didn't stop there and grab what Very I Very good. Right. Yeah. Smart man. Because right. either that or I was going to drive from my house an hour and 15 minutes one way to grab something to drive an hour and 15 minutes back. You guys realize he's become a podcaster now, so he's very Johnny on the spot. But he didn't, <laughs> but he didn't tell you guys that when he first walked through the door, he was fucking flabbergasted and holding his tongue. Just he couldn't get out while he was late. Mm-hmm. Until the mics run, yeah. I'll tell you, it was a lot of shock and awe coming into the big Pete Black building. You can just walk in here like Donald Trump, or yeah, for Brian, what would it be, Biden or somebody, <laughs> Biden and Harris, yeah. yeah. Uh, whoever Our, that new girl is on the Bud oh, Light cam, yeah, yes. that's who he's probably <laughs> idolizing currently. She is pretty hot. 
Shem. Shem is pretty hot. My dad always made us follow through. Didn't matter if you're sick. You're going to be just as sick at work. Sometimes I feel like um, I'm pushing it too hard. You lived the same life I did where people think, for lack of a better term, he was some kind of monster, but he was not. He was very compassionate, but you're going to be just as sick here as you are working. And he was was a business owner too. He connected those dots very quickly that you, when you start giving yourself the umpteenth amount of allowances, it's a slippery fucking slope. I realize this now at 36 years old. I didn't realize it back then. And uh, my God has it helped so much because hungover, sick, emotional issues. I adhere to that. So does he. And that's what we've been trying to instill in our guys. And I want to like flip the script a little bit. Just that, like, let's that, just, that's the grit. That's what holds us together yeah. is the, the trades as a whole is the grit. The grit yes. holds us together. The, the, the go to work when you're sick, go to work when it's raining. Yes. Wow. That went in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> that's the grit. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's the, that's the thing that separates us from the blue collar mm-hmm. or the white collar. I'm wow. sorry. Wow. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. separates us from the blue collar. No, we're the blue collar, but the, the white collar. <laughs> I mean, are we then? my dog, yeah. my dog, like, like an aqua or my, my dog's sick. My <laughs> goldfish doesn't feel good. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. that doesn't work for a business owner. No, nope. we have to be there no matter fucking what. The accountability. Yep. Everybody gets the they. The, anyone other than the the four people in this room, they reserve the right to leave. Yes, at any point, at any time, no matter what. If it's too hard, they can go. Yep. I pay who's, you, who's, when, you yep. when you work. Who's going to have to deal with it? It's you, 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 and me. Yep. We're always going to have to deal with it. Every single person can walk out the door tomorrow. And guess uh, what? On that water main break, you still me have and obligations. You yeah. If everyone left, it was me it was and you. you. Me and you. Yep. Yeah. That was it. Isn't sure. that a good feeling, kind of? I mean, it's also scary, but you're like, we're going to we will be the ones that finish this off. And you guys have done it so many times. Yeah, you know, you can it, do it. It doesn't bother me. It's I've a, gotten literally leather skin to it yeah. at this point. And like this, go ahead, leave. Exactly. I'll still finish it. This is where I want to flip the script a little bit. Do we not have a responsibility? You know, like talking about how our dad instilled us, which these are not daddy issues. We're not trying to make our dad proud anymore. Literally, he has instilled this. He has in, he has programmed um, us with this. He has there programmed us with this. There you go. And we do have a lot of people that are trying to learn how to be that guy. And it is a, it's a very hard world to navigate right now. <laughs> but those guys really still are out there. Few and far between. But do we not have a responsibility to make sure that we... This makes me feel a little bit better talking about axing four or five guys recently. Yeah, you do. And I use that term compassionately. Yeah. I should not say axing, but now the guys that are on are like these, these guys are, are leaders and they are teaching us to follow through, you know, there's going to be a time when they look back and reflect and go, this is why I became one of the best at what I do. I learned to trade. I could grow and advance my career. And then there's going to be a pivoting point where they're going to look back and they're going to go, it's because of this guy. It's because of that guy. Like I tell my wife all the time. I just, I just had a, this conversation. There's with the a guy, guy that's named Todd yep. Knisley. He's in Colorado. The dude took me under my wing when, dude, I was like 16, 17. 
and he was my mentor. And, and you it owe was, that dude. I do. Yeah. And I still who do you today, owe? I owe a lot of people. I don't. I don't ever feel like I will ever be able to <clears throat> give enough thanks and be successful enough to make them proud enough. Yep. G- who Garrett do you owe? Um, three people in particular. Can oh, I we all know. Yeah, you yeah, can you say can name them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my dad, my cousin Lee, and then um. Bart Rue. Our grandmother has and been. And grandmother and she's, grandfather. She's an I owe a lot of people. I, I, I owe a guy named Kenny Thornson. That dude taught me the world. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, 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 I have recently connected with my old boss, and I was like, hey, where is this dude? And they're like, oh, we haven't talked to him in years. I'm like, find him. I need to thank him. But like, he, I owe him a breakfast, a lunch, but, a handshake, mm-hmm. a hug, whatever. Whatever he wants, I owe it to him. When did you figure that out? Was it at the time or 10 years later, five years later? Like, um, It instantly showed when I left working for him and went to another company that I knew instantly more than anybody in the entire company, that, pl- including the owner. world. Yeah. But yeah. at the time, you didn't you didn't realize it until after. Yeah. No. But you look, when you I, look at it, though. When I left ethics. that company, I went to another company, and they hired me. And they were like, hey, can you do this? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Hey, can you do this? Yeah, no problem. And I instantly realized, like, I didn't know more than the owner, but I knew more at what I was doing, and he hired me to do than he did. Yeah. And it was like, dude, I owe this guy a million bucks because I'm paving a road for the owner. Like, I know what I'm doing because he put me in my lane of what I was good at, and that was his weak suit. So, you know, I drove forward. And years later, I'm still like, there's nobody that knows how to do this shit. Like, he took me to all the shit that nobody knew how to do and taught me how to do it. Yeah. I have a question. Dude, I owe you the world. Did you have something? I don't want to. I don't remember. How old? Yeah, I did cut you off. Yeah, you're a dick like that. Yeah, it is what it is. Or or a Johnson like that. How old were you guys when you um, were truly like um, unemployed? Like, after the transition was done? Are you doing some stuff on the side or? I was probably 21 years old when I was unemployable. Like, or 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 self-employed, I guess is what I mean. Yeah. Oh, I've been at this for a while, about 32. How old were you? That's a tough question. Because, uh, I mean, if wait. you want to count all the failures, I was young. <laughs> but when I actually made a rip at it. <laughs> that, that's that's the a prostitution tough. phase doesn't have to be, <laughs> bro. but you're still that is self-employed. Yeah. yeah, I started out a company with uh, a guy. I was pretty young, and I failed miserably. So I had to get a job. That was the only thing I could do to fix the situation I was in. So yeah. I got a job and worked for him for a while, and he was a great teacher. Like taught me a ton of shit, and I left him. I got fired. Actually, yeah, and I was like, "Well, yes, I know what I'm doing." <laughs> well, there's a couple learning curves there, right? It so- was super scary because I would have never left my boss. I had two kids. I, I I was in my little safety nest, you know what I mean? And I was like, eh, "I'm good." Yeah, and he fired me, and I was like, "Holy shit!" He actually did it. Like but, I boiled his temper that's, enough. That's why. Oh, okay, you pissed, you pissed yeah. him yeah. off. Yeah, okay. so- I did. In the spirit of compassion, I think about all these up-and-comers that want to own their own businesses and want to do what we're doing, which we all know here, it's fucking hard. Mm -hmm. Really hard. I'll tell you what. 
I would rather be an employer or employee than an employer. It's way in today's market. Any market. It's so hard. Like, like I said, we're on a water. Always falls on you. We were on a water main break, dude. If everybody left, we knew it was just me and you. No matter what, you're all in. It don't matter, right? I mean. Everybody in the whole world well, can leave. We knew, and it's your, we knew we were hoping that guys answered when we were calling saying yeah. we got to repair. Yeah. But you're going. At the end of the day, it's your responsibility to finish that job. I don't care if it takes one hour, two hours, two days. You're not leaving. It's on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And until you get used to that, which at this point I have, and, and Rick has and our families are starting to, you know, it's, it, it doesn't end Uh your, your day doesn't end at five o'clock. It doesn't end at three o'clock. It doesn't end at two in the morning. It's nonstop work every single day, all day. It takes some conditioning to get them in that point. Garrick knows better than me, but for me, if I live a hundred more lives, I would always rather have the freedom. Yeah, there's a lot of perks to just do in the nine till five. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I get like this tinge of jealousy, yes. especially for the dudes that are making bank bank real money us. and going home at yes. four o'clock. But I just, um, it would be, so we all started fairly young is what I was getting at. Yeah. Could you imagine like when I talk to my boys today, the ones that are locked into even fairly good paying jobs or very good paying jobs. And they're like, dude, I, I fucking envy you. You got the world by the balls. And meanwhile, I've just fucking cried in the shower because (laughs) I can't figure a fucking position in a bathtub. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God I have him. My life. One of the biggest things for me in business is this, this is a therapy session, talking to other people that are dealing with it and, just Andy getting Rick's it out. gonna give you a hand job. Uh, fuck it, dude. That is the icing <laughs> on the cake. But Ain't no money worth I've, that. I <laughs> want to tell these guys, like, man, that's priceless. They've gone so far down the road where they're with Amazon or yep. Costco or I, I don't know what it is, Quicken and they're like, I or whatever, hate yeah. my fucking life. Oh yeah, I get the golf on Saturday. I hate well, fucking golf. Yeah, they're and making like, a bunch of money. I don't know what to tell you to get out of it now, and that that is one thing that I think about a lot, especially when I'm at my absolute breaking point where I go, you better fucking appreciate where you're at because you have, I'm not saying like there's a bunch of people reaching out to me, but close people in my life that took a different path Yep. that sometimes I may envy when they're on their once a year trip to Cancun with the family and whatever, where I'm like, fucking make my life up every single day. But you're and I don't on. know what to tell them because you probably can't get out of it. Like, what are you going to do at yeah, this point? You're, you're in the vortex. Yeah. Like, it's hard to get out you're of it. You know, on, you know though, what? Dude. That brings up a weird, weird conversation is we've always talked to the people that employees. We've never really reached out to the employers, I don't think. Well, if you think about it, though, Greg, I, I talk to you a lot. I talk to Garrett a lot. Jerry's just MIA. He don't call. But <laughs> thank you, Rick. Yeah, call it out on the air. <laughs> but what but what happens is, though, dude, to cut you off like you did last time. Yeah, run it. Uh, is we all have almost the same struggles. It might be a different version. It might be, hey, I have this going on. Or I have this scenario, and you you ring the phone. You start yakking with someone else. That's yeah. in the position. You kind of talk through. You talk about her. <clears throat> One of us has dealt with something. You're like, this is what happens, or this is what's going to happen. These are the outcomes. Um, I've never done this. You kind of start collaborating. Hey, that's mm-hmm. a pretty good idea. Or mm-hmm. you just start peeing stuff off, and you're like, you're not alone. Because if you look back, 
All of I us could, business I could tell owners. You, though, I could tell you, Greg. Yeah. To cut you off again. Yeah. Uh, how many times I was going to quit that nobody knows about. And it was umpteen times. You dig yourself in this big financial hole and it's just you against the fucking world. I was going to quit every fucking time. Like things got hard and like you get the breakthrough and you're like, all right, keep going. And you're like, I wouldn't quit today. But when you get going and you're building this business, you're like, this isn't fucking worth it. But as it goes, it wasn't worth it then, but it's worth it now. The people that took the secure job, it was worth it now, but it's not worth it down the road then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. To, no, to, get yeah. The, to get the train going. You're cut off again, Greg. Is, is really hard. That takes it, a lot of energy. That takes a lot of energy and a lot of, lot of fuel to get that train moving. Yes. And once it starts going, once and it, risk. Yep. Yeah. And risk. Yeah. It's a everything. lot of risk. And once it starts going during the COVID times and when everything had to shut down, I had, I explained this to my wife. Once the train has stopped, the amount of money and energy that it takes to get yes. it going again, once everybody's out of the rhythm of showing up at 730 <clears throat> and yep. working until 630 or seven, they haven't done that for two weeks. It's like pushing a chain. I mean, it's yep. hard to get it moving. And now I've got six weeks before we have any return on anything. So you got to front that money yep. and the energy involved into getting everything going again. Hundred percent. So, so to, but shutting it up, shutting it down is easy. Stopping is easy. Keeping moving is easier than shutting down and restarting again. Mm -hmm. So uh. that that's what the energy, the energy as business owners takes is yep. to get it moving again, and then to keep it chugging and yep. keep. We're still it going. to the point to cut you off again. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Too. We're gonna call Where, this podcast maybe we'll, "Shut Off, yeah. Greg." Hey, Greg, just go into the office. Maybe, I'm, gonna go to, you know what, I'm just going to take a nap. <laughs> Don't you cut me off. I was trying yeah. to talk. <laughs> Don't let them get away with this. Um, we're still to the point, too, where it's it's so many. We're a, we're a loan agent. We're a psychology um, fucking worker. rental car service. Like We're you doing what yep. we have to do. Yeah, I think I probably did grab this from yep. you. It was from you. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, Man, it, coffee it just, maker. Yes, well, and fix it, guy. So, Honestly, so how like many when hats it's when it's time to start, it's it's bad. And everybody, you know, everybody that knows something about business, you guys can't see us on camera, can you? I'm doing air quotes. <clears throat> a lot of people, not everybody. I've got some really smart people in my life, but they're like, well, you just got to do this, systematize, and you hear all these things of like the <laughs> 10x, and there's all this shit coming at us now where you're not. You could be unstressed if you do this. And I'm like, no, man, it's not. I'm very open-minded, but it's not that easy. I know you saw it on your phone, on the internet, but um, to the testament of you talking about getting things back up and running, you know what? I'm going to be brutally honest. It was, you're in fucking jail. Let's get you out. I know. Yeah. It was COVID. The booze and cocaine was running wild, and you just did that. So let's get you out. Let's get you back on track. And these are not; um, these are success stories. We're getting people back and getting going. Like, were we shut down for two weeks? Do you think? I mean, we're probably supposed to be shut down longer, but it was about four. Four, yeah. yeah. And that he's absolutely sense. right to get everything fucking moving again. Was like, and the other right, thing. Here we go. Was after the four weeks, nobody really. It, you guys are out in the yard putting docks in. So you're way away from everybody. Mm -hmm. With us, we had to go in the home and do re plumbing repairs. So everybody was scared to death of us. So 
our sales absolutely fucking plummeted. Like we were getting calls and they're like, how are you going to do plumbing on our house? And I'm like, I have no fucking idea how magic (laughs) I can't build it and just email it to you. We actually physically have to come in your house and fix it. And they're like, oh, that's not going to work. And I'm like, Shit in the pizza uh, box if you need to. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I haven't figured out Wi-Fi plumbing yet. Uh-huh. I mean, if I do, we're good. But, you know, the, the work on the aspect of everything we do is the easy part. It's the mental stress. Thinking about it's the hard part. Yes. That. The hard thinking. We've said that so many mm-hmm. times now. People don't get that, though. When you sit there and you're like, how am I going to make this move? It's easy to just say how it's going to move. But it's hard to go... Rob Peter to pay Paul to keep the business moving to turn around and go, all right, hey, I'm going to go front six weeks mm-hmm. and take everything I own and put it on the line. Rick, I mean, let, let, everything. Me, let me ask you a serious question. When's the last time you woke up at three o'clock in the morning in a pure fucking panic about your business? Mm, you know, to be honest with you, dude, I woke up I don't, less than a month ago. I, I woke up. How about you? I literally have something going on right now where I, it's not every night, but it is almost every night where I wake up and I can't breathe. And I hope this doesn't detour anybody from being self-employed. And I figured out, yeah, it's something that when my brain finally shuts off, when him and I are done interacting and everybody's home, that it is probably a fucking panic attack and i i'm yeah. I, I will i get through everything but i'm like oh shit man that i forgot it's always this. this time of the year yes yep. that everything has happened and i'm like okay wake up send myself some emails that's my biggest thing <laughs> i if text you look myself. At my emails yep i text it's like myself in the middle of the night all this stuff and that yep. gives me enough peace of mind uh to go to bed or I'll get a text from him, and I'm like, oh, shit, you're up, too. We're yeah. doing the same thing I was going to say, yeah. Garrick, how, how often do you wake up or can't sleep, and you're like, fuck, I forgot this, or I got to remember this, or I can't forget this tomorrow? It is every other night to every night. So okay. it's I go to bed around 1030 or 11. I wake up at 3. I go back to bed around 430. And I wake up at quarter to six, six o'clock, somewhere in there. It takes a special. So, I mean, for and, me, it's almost every day. And for eight hours, eight hours of sleep is not my thing. No. Six. If I get eight hours of sleep, I'm it, I'm not right. That's called sleeping. Eh? Yep. If I get if I get five and a half to six hours, that's my home right there. Yep. So if I get more than that, it's not good. If I get less than that, I'm fine. But eight to ten hours of sleep sleeping in till nine ten o'clock yeah not my thing Dude. i can't do it my body will not let that shit happen anymore i don't care how drunk i get the night before it just doesn't happen actually seven, the more drunk o'clock. i get the earlier i get up but if yeah. i do if i do it's hard for the like body my body will down. tell me pretty much to shut down and yeah. you, you and i talked about this the other day rick is did we you put your head down and you slept fully and you woke up and yeah. you're like whoa like I needed it because yeah. I was I was freaking oh, I sold I crashed, yep yeah. I sold yeah. my soul to the devil, and I did that Saturday. I went down to Detroit. I was down there for like four or five hours. I did a job. A bunch of guys were supposed to show up Saturday morning, never did. A couple of them had good have good excuses, but like I couldn't do the job by myself. So I called my other brother, um, who was at home. 
probably doing nothing. And I'm like, I just need literally another set of hands. And after I was done with that, we got back at like 12:30, and I sat down on the couch, and that was the worst thing I could have done. It was over in my mind. Like that was the worst thing I could have done. Like I have other shit to do, and I sat down, and I woke up two hours later, and I looked at my wife. I'm like, I fall asleep, and she's like, Yeah, I figured you needed it, so I just let I just let you be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I woke up, and my son was shaking me like, Dad, Dad. I'm like, hey, buddy, what's going on? And like, I slept for two hours in the middle of the day. And I don't remember the last time that I did that, but it's been the crunch time in the thick of the shit for the last. Yep. For the last 40 days, that's where I've been is always on, 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 on. Yep. And no, that was my brain going. You're, you, you need something here and I'm going to click you off. You're you're done. I'm shutting you off. Yeah. Yep. But that's why I had no choice. But that's why no, you people, don't you don't get a choice when you get there. Yeah, that's why people just, need to understand though what it takes on all fronts in the line of business. Because when you put everything up you own to get the season started, that's really where we're at. Oh yeah, we're just now starting to see our returns from January, right? Yep. That's why you're on until the point of your body crashes. Like I had the other day, we were talking. Uh, we've been go 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 for two months straight. Non-stop. Yeah, we've been pulling Day, stuff with him. Night, the, the bottle facility and then some other jobs, right? Stupid shit. And then life gets in the way and you got to deal with that too. To I set my alarm, miss my appointment, then wake up till the next day. Nothing you could do about it, right? But that's what people don't see on the backside. They think we're just sitting there like we always talk about. Counting your money. Counting the money. Yeah, you, know? you just go out, you, you get a rake, you rake all your money into a pile yeah. and count it. Yeah, or and you, that's or not you pluck it. it off the tree in the front yard. I got so much money that I start fires with it, dude, mm-hmm. on the weekend. Yeah, right? with one with one dollar bills. That's what yeah. I burn in my wood stove in the wintertime. <laughs> Keep my house warm. And, mm-hmm. and that couldn't be farther from the truth. People mm-hmm. don't realize how big of a risk we take for how minuscule of Because a if you didn't do it, nobody would else would have a job. That's the that's the thing. That's part of the pride of me being an employer is uh I I remember the first time that I hired a guy. And he stayed with me for a while. And then one day he showed up in a brand new truck. I didn't have a brand new truck at that time. You son of a bitch. But he did. (laughs) And I looked right at him and I'm like, dude, not only am I proud of you, but I'm proud of me. Like, I provided that for you. That was the first. I I love that. When that fucking clicked in my head, I was like, I can never work for anybody ever again. I have provided this guy food in his mouth, a roof over his head, a brand new truck. I can't afford a brand new truck, but he can. Yeah. And dude, there was no turning back. Yeah, that was you're growing, you're building. So you're right, not gonna, right then yeah. and there was the the thing that there was something that clicked in my head and I'm like Literally, can, I can never work. Can I say something about um, no, being you at can't. the bowling alley no. the other night? Nope. Cut so, off. Fuck it. I yeah. live I I me. live on the outskirts of town, um, and there's not too many watering holes. So I was uh, actually with a service guy that works for us, who's uh, very close to me. We've we've done the whole run together. Yeah, and uh, it's gonna sound so I can't say gay anymore. Prideful, sentimental. But one of our employees came in there with his family, like his wife. Is he is is he married? No, he's his wedding is this summer. So his fiance, yep. his daughter, a cousin, some other people in the family, 
and I just watch them as a bowling alley. It's like bowling alley bar on the other side. Yep. And watch them just bowl and eat and laugh. And then I saw Water's Edge shirts out there too, which I love our brand, but that, you know, that's not selfishly, that wasn't yeah. part of it. You just and like I'm, seeing it there. Yes. And I watched them do that. And Garrick and I have said this for a long time when people are like, people are really confused about the dock and lift thing. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, can you make a good living doing that? And we're like, yeah, we make 20 livings. Um, there is many more examples than this, but this was one of those situations where I got to spend like a half hour as a fly on the wall, just watching yep. them do their thing. And I'm like, this is really fucking cool. This is why you do it. And both of us will be the first one to forego a paycheck or whatever we have to do. Um, I think we're getting, we're getting pretty fucking good where that doesn't happen anymore, but Oh, you mean you had days back in the day where you went out without no money? Oh, Lord, yeah. Months. M- months. What was months. that like? Months. People, <laughs> Me like, and Garrett both at the same yeah. time. Months. I mean, talk, touch Dude, on that for would, a minute, though, because we don't really talk about this. Yeah, so, we, would do, we were even living with employees that would still be making money, and they're, they're now kind of confused. Like, we're buying the beer, so we're lighting up a bonfire, doing whatever, like take it away those are some fucking dark times there is a lot of dark times in business isn't it oh i was brutal (laughs) i would yes they can be called dark times but it was to build and to grow so our lives are always am i close enough to the mic yeah get that thing right in your mouth and there you um, go but i mean from the time that we were too much we started (laughs) (laughs) that was just enough just a tip. Um, but from the time that we started in business, I mean, we started mowing lawns and that was just on the side shit until we incorporated it into a business. But yeah, um, like we always lived and still always do in our industry five to six months in the future. Yep. You're not buying shit that you need in two weeks. You're not buying it now. We're buying shit in two months or five months or six months that we need at that point. So buying salt for the winter time, we bought in July, Yep. which was, Oh, you can throw it. Um, it's a bass can. It's used to be an airborne, you know, 35 to $40 a ton. And we would buy 2000 ton of it. Yeah. Oh, so that was July. So was quick math. July was, I don't do quick math over much. That was a lot. 120 grand. How much math is that? For two two thousand ton at thirty two a ton. Two times five. Excuse me. Is ten? Yeah, hundred and hundred and ten, hundred and fifteen, somewhere wow. in there. It's like getting naked while watching Nickelodeon. Yeah. So it was. <laughs> it's the true meaning of Christmas. And it was fronting. <laughs> it was fronting that money to be able to be ready for December, January, February. And then same thing with the dock and lift stuff. We're pre-buying a bunch of stuff, you know, two, three hundred thousand dollars in equipment. Not in May or April when we need it in May and April. We're buying it in uh, December. Well, we're buying it usually October, November. Yeah. You're probably oh, even that early. Yeah, you're and probably being humble. It. I know you don't care about the numbers, but yeah. that's yeah. But we're getting it then. So there, there is times where there, there's no paychecks for anybody. Oh yeah. Well, not for anybody, but for us too. We're going to skinny up for a little while. We're going to return our pop cans, rely on your savings for a little bit, or just 
take a few hundred bucks from the mm-hmm. from the till, and we're just gonna maintain maintain for a while. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody that comes in and works, they obviously deserve a paycheck. Yep. Always, we will, we have never let that go ever. Yep. Um, the cash jobs, I know, you know, maybe our IRS no. agents wouldn't want to hear that, but like we don't do cash jobs. Let's no. Let's, uh, you've never received cash ever. Never no, cash. Ever. We don't like folding cash. Well, there was a but one tip. Here we go. There's no trail. Right. Let's do this. What do you need to do? That's where a true partnership, that might be something fun to talk about too, Butter because it, my family has always said, do not partner up with anybody ever, period. And Garrick and I partnered up. I quit. And <laughs> on live air. on air. Wow. If you're fucking quitting, I'm quitting. <laughs> I'm quitting too. Take a piss and think about that. Well, Put on some let's of that at least talk about the strategy of selling yeah. it, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I think we're at two hours now. I don't think we have time for partnerships. Oh, fuck yeah, we do. We'll make it two podcasts. Is that it? Yeah, we'll split it. Because that's a long conversation with me. It is. I'll, I can, I well, can conclude it. We can it. stop it real quick and we'll start another one. Yeah, I can conclude it real quick. If you guys want to keep rolling, I'm good to roll, but. If it? you guys are shutting it down, I can. I still have a bunch of cards here. I can conclude the partnership. Go ahead. In this statement, yeah. Hey, so to pick up on the next podcast for next week, we're going to talk about what? Partnerships. And what are we going to touch on? Business partnerships. Tune in next week with Water's Edge. Jerry and Garrick at Water's Edge. And for some of the people that might want to follow you guys, what's some of your platforms? How could they get a hold of you? You can always hit us up at www.watersedge.com. Search the Doc Man. All you have to do is Google that. The Doc Man, you'll find us. Water's Edge MMXI on Instagram and Water's Edge Doc and Hoist on Facebook. Right on. I'm going to throw it out, Brandon Damon. Woo, woo. Brandon Damon's the man. He's the wizard of social media. And how would they get a hold of Brandon Damon? Does anyone know? Uh, B. Damon Video. Yeah. Look him up. He works with a lot of people. I think you'll be very pleasantly surprised. Very be curious. Talented. Be curious and click. You're going to love it. Well, that being said, guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Sweat and Grime. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us.